This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. Well, some surprising BC health news to talk about this hour, and you're going to hear a lot more about this. Uh, We are having more and more conversations about the things that we need to do to stay healthy and look after ourselves, right? We know all that. And yet here in this province, we are actually experiencing the highest rates of infectious syphilis that we have seen for 30 years. So why is that? What has happened? Well, for the answers to those questions, we turn to Dr. Mark Gilbert, who's a medical director for Clinical Prevention Services at the BC Centre for Disease Control. Dr. Gilbert, thank you for being with us. Thanks, Simi. This seems like surprising news. Like, what's going on out there? Well, we've been seeing increases in syphilis as well as other STIs for quite some time now. Um, and uh, really what we've been seeing over the past couple of years, though, is that this increase has continued. Um, and we've seen some recent changes um, that are really leading us to uh, recommend that people get tested for STIs. Okay, what kind of recent changes? Well, a couple of things. So we know for uh, syphilis, I mean, the numbers uh, last year in 2018, we had 919 cases. And that's about a 33% increase from the year before. And it's about five times higher than it was 10 years ago. So overall in the province, we know that we're seeing increasing numbers of syphilis. Most of the cases are amongst gay, bisexual, and other men who have sex with men, and that's always a population that we're thinking about what we can do in terms of increasing testing and prevention. Um, Over the past couple of years, I think in tandem with the increase overall in the province, we've seen some increase in cases amongst heterosexual populations and also amongst women. Um, And that's a concern, um, particularly uh, because syphilis can be passed from uh, a woman or a person who becomes pregnant Um, during their pregnancy to a child, and that can lead to congenital syphilis, which has some pretty serious consequences. So is this something that, do you think we just took for granted, that this was something we didn't have to worry about anymore? Well, 30 years ago, actually, there was a lot of discussion about, like, that we could possibly eliminate syphilis from Canada. So uh, I do think in the past, it was a sense of, like, the rates had dramatically come down and potentially was on its way out. Um, But as we've seen with syphilis and we've seen with other STIs like chlamydia and gonorrhea, um, the trends in BC are very similar to what we see in other parts of Canada and North America and other um, parts of the world where um, trends have really been fairly steadily increasing, um, say, uh, since the mid-90s. Okay, so that's not just in BC then that we're seeing this? This isn't just in BC. So we see uh, there's uh, other increases in syphilis, for example, in Alberta and Manitoba, other increases in syphilis in women. We know in other major major urban centers, we see large increases in syphilis. Um, so this is uh, a global problem. How curable is this? Like, what is the treatment like? Yeah, so syphilis is curable. So it's treatable with uh, penicillin. It's one of the few infections still treatable with penicillin. Um, and, uh, and the important part of it is that uh, because people can uh, have syphilis and not know it, so many people may not have symptoms or they may not recognize symptoms when they have it, um, it's important to get uh, tested, which is testing through a blood test. Um, then you can get treated, and then that um, prevents sort of complications from syphilis. Um, and that's what we're really trying to do is to prevent uh, complications from syphilis. Right, but this probably fell off a lot of people's radar, right? Dr. Like they worry about things like HIV and AIDS, and do you think syphilis just kind of got left at the bottom of the pile? Uh, I mean, I think people in general are still concerned about STIs uh, in general and syphilis kind of being part of that. And certainly, like, if we were, you know, to talk to folks who were uh, from the gay community, I mean, many people are aware of those trends in syphilis and are concerned and are engaged in testing. Um, I think it's just always a good reminder to folks that if you're sexually active, particularly if you have a new partner or multiple partners, um, that it's a good time to get tested um, and to talk to your provider. Right. Okay. So this, it sounds like, though, like if you catch it, it it's okay. You You can still manage to treat this easily. Yes, it is something that is treatable. Uh, And as I said, if it's caught early, then uh, that's the best time to get treated. 
Okay. So then when you're targeting groups for information, Dr. Gilbert, like who are you really trying to get that message out there to? Well, at the moment, I mean, certainly uh, we're continuing our efforts to think about uh, increasing awareness and testing strategies uh, amongst gay, bisexual, and metosexual men in the province. So at the moment, uh, we are thinking uh, particularly about women or people who might become pregnant um, and their care providers, just so that they're aware um, that rates are a little higher and that, uh, you know, that we're now recommending some additional testing during pregnancy. Is it hard sometimes, though, to get people to go and talk to their doctor about this? I'd say for sure. I mean, we know that there's still a lot of stigma around uh, STIs. Yeah not just syphilis, and that's a big challenge. Um, I mean, I think there's uh, uh, ways in which, you know, people go online, find information, um, other ways of being able to access to information, but it is a, a broad problem in society that's going to take some time to shift. And so how do we do that then? How do we get it to shift? It's a great question. I mean, I think that there's a lot of ways. Um, I think over time, uh, some of this stigma is shifting a little bit. There's certainly work that can be done further work with healthcare providers, for example, about creating a space which is uh, comfortable and safe and people feel comfortable talking about their sexual history because um, it's not just people, it's also doctors who sometimes have that discomfort. So that's an area of focus. Um, it's also about thinking about ways that uh, we can provide access to the information in other ways. So for example, we have a program here called Get Checked Online, which offers testing for syphilis and other STIs without uh, going into a clinic. And so um, there are ways of trying to figure out unique and innovative ways of overcoming some of these barriers. Right. Okay. So then right now, because of these high rates that we are seeing, uh, what, what is your advice to people and who needs to know it? So my main advice to people is just to be aware that rates are increasing and that if people are sexually active or have concerns about the risk they have to speak to a provider um, or check out some great online resources like our website, smartsexresource.com. All right. Sounds good, Dr. Gilbert. Thank you for that. Thanks, Amy. That is Dr. Mark Gilbert, Medical Director for Clinical Prevention Services at the BC Centre for Disease Control.